0: Yo, 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 what up, y'all? This is Greg G, the Golden Child. Remember, when all else fails, love. And when that fails, love more. And you are listening to the Texas Spotlight Podcast. (laughs)
1: the texas music spotlight podcast supporting artists and musicians from the great state of texas and now here's your host Julian. hi hello this is jules the human here and welcome to the texas music spotlight music now podcast we have a good podcast today with greg g san antonio artist he's he's going he's going out doing big things now he always keeps it homegrown keeps it san antonio all the time greg g it was a fantastic talk i had with him you can find greg g on social media and things greg g g r e g and another g <laughs> greg g or at go greg g o h e a d g r eg go ahead greg on all social media go ahead as well you can find him find all his music stuff everything he's doing all his past videos his you know upcoming album which we talk a lot about in this podcast it was it was a really fantastic talk and a great humble musician oh my goodness it was great talking to him so to kind of put this into perspective he performed with well not with me but on the same stage as me at mission Pachanga. 2016 the very first one here in san antonio a pretty big festival that was uh pretty awesome a local music festival here in san antonio texas and he went on i played with my band volkan later on it was a good time and i just wanted to see his perspective uh him you know going to new york doing the big thing and progressing so much in, in his music career and doing all that stuff. I just wanted to, you know, talk to him a little about that, a little about some of the things he he had to go through, and maybe some some things that younger musicians can work on to get to where he's at. As always, you can follow us on social media, Texas Music Pod, Texas Music P-O-D, is where you'll find us on the interwebs, Facebook, Twitter. The only thing that's different is our Instagram, Texas Music Podcast, Texas Music Podcast podcast you'll see pictures of our musicians that we have on you'll see us posting stuff you'll see uh, a bunch of cool stuff that we we retweet we retweet um you know upcoming shows here in texas uh just musician stuff pretty cool things that we see so if you want us to broadcast your stuff on our page just go ahead and tweet us or or you know message us or whatever you're listening to the podcast, but you can subscribe and listen to our past cast, listen to future podcasts, uh, soundcloud.com slash TMS podcast, or find us on Texas Music Spotlight on iTunes. That's where you can find us. You can subscribe, show us some love, and it would definitely be appreciated. Also, go back to our past podcasts and discover some new music. It's pretty awesome that we have so many podcasts already under our belt, so many great musicians that we have had on the show. And just go ahead and and discover somebody. And and if you like what they're doing, go follow them, follow their music, go find them on social media and things like that. And that's how um, new fans are born. So let's get right into it. I had the opportunity to talk to Greg G in his home. It was fantastic. Lovely home. Awesome human being. Greg G. Here's my conversation with that guy. What
0: are you doing know, today, man? <laughs> uh today well, last night after the after the performance that yeah, I had yeah. at uh, you know Mission Pachanga. I got my son all bathed up, put some pajamas on him. My brother, both of my my brothers, my best friend and my and my brother, they both live in Austin, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to make a trip down to Texas and not see them. Yeah, that's so yeah, fine. Got him bathed up, put some pajamas on him, and we headed up to my you know to my brother Nate's house. Uh, Then after that, you know, in the morning, woke up, went to go get some breakfast. Uh, Then I went to my boy Mike's crib. We talked about music stuff and Mm -hmm. just talked about all types of things. And then we, uh, you know, watched a little football. And then I charged my phone up, came back to San Antonio so we can... I actually just came from a studio session oh, where yeah? I had to record a record a chorus for this artist that's been trying to get something from me for yeah. a long time. Shout out my man High Strong. Sorry it took me so long, <laughs> but I'm just I'm busy. I got busy, a, lot man. Of things, yeah. a lot of things going on, man, but I really appreciate it. I, I love when anybody tries to collaborate with mm-hmm. me or anybody you know thinks it's cool enough, like even you coming today to Yeah, talk yeah, to me. Yeah, like, definitely. I think that's a cool thing to do, but mm-hmm. that's kind of how my day been, just hanging with my son, going different places and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's been cool.
1: So when did you get back uh, in San
0: Antonio? I was in San Antonio Thursday, uh-huh. so uh, I came two days earlier so we can have band practice. Then two of the members of my band had a family emergency, oh and wow. had, to, had to leave like the day of the show, so it ended up just being me and my DJ, mm-hmm. which is fine too. It's not a mm-hmm. problem. Um, uh, but you know it was really cool, man. Um, you know just being here and being around family and friends and and things that I'm familiar with. So. Mm-hmm. That's like the most the the best thing about being in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. You know? So, so um,
1: yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about your uh, Mission Pachanga show. I played uh, as well, mm-hmm. and and I've been uh, busy since then as well. But what did uh, you think about it? <laughs> what I I thought it's great. You know, getting these these people together. It, yeah. was, it was like uh, you know, just seeing the lineup of everybody that was there. I played with Volkan. Yeah. Um, my boy. That. Yep. I was <laughs>
0: That's my heart. Right we'll, we'll, there, we'll talk man. about that in
1: a little yeah. bit, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, getting all these people together and, and, you know, building this from the ground up yeah. and, and having these people, these musicians willing to do it, yeah. uh, of such high caliber is, is pretty amazing. And then having people out, uh, getting them out and, and, uh, you know, having everybody come together, you know, like the, uh, the food trucks and yeah. then like the vendors and stuff yeah. and and that was that was really awesome to see that all kind of come together and yeah, it was yeah. a lot of it was a lot of fun just uh, seeing everybody enjoy it for sure yeah so how was it, how what, was it?
0: What, what, what instruments you playing I, I play trombone oh gotcha, gotcha. yeah yeah I'm yeah. part of the horn section yeah yeah part of the horn
1: section yeah I gotcha. uh, yeah, joined Jaime I think it's about a year a year now um, that I've been a part of Old Con cool. uh, and yeah he told me about it uh, yesterday he said something he's like yo you know that dude great g he uh, whatever and i was like yeah I, I think i'm gonna interview him tomorrow whatever he's like well yeah i helped him out do with so and so you, can, you boy, can tell him boy. you can tell him uh tell the story but yeah. like uh he's like yo man like all this shit is pretty it's pretty awesome and i was like all right i'll, I'll you know if, if you why right are in this room yeah
0: it was crazy but that's my boy man we go way back <laughs> you know what i mean and I, I'll forever have love for him. Anything mm-hmm. he ever needs from me, I got him for sure. Yeah. yeah. So
1: so what what went down here in this room? what y'all
0: do? Man, I'm going to tell you this. This is what happened. This is like back in 2011. Uh-huh. Uh I remember we did a whole bunch of shows at the gig. It was this like spot that was oh, okay. Like, yeah, yeah, dead. it's coming back. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, man. It back. was a great. I yeah. love playing that venue. That was like my favorite venue because it was like so intimate. And yeah, yeah. The sound was decent. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like for just being in that room or whatever. And um, I just remember doing like two or three shows with his band back then was mm-hmm. called Luna Tropical, right? And so I was like, man, I want to make a song the way that San Antonio looks. And you can't do that without like the Latin feel uh-huh. and because his band was like a fuse of all the kind of flavors. Um, I wanted to make a song that looked the way, like if you look down Commerce Street downtown, uh-huh. I wanted that sound to come through on my <laughs> um, yeah. you know, on my track. And I remember I called Jaime. I say, yo, Jaime, we need to do, <laughs> we need to do like, we need to come together. I want to call the song San Antonio. He was uh-huh. like, let's do it. <laughs> And, I mean, he was super young then. I was younger, too, you know, Mm -hmm. because I'm older than Jaime. But he was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, let's do it, and this and that. I'm like, all right, cool. So I remember the first time. It took us collectively like 10 hours, which between like three days, Mm -hmm. just to get the beat the sound right. Because the first day, he brought all of his instruments, like everything. (laughs) We are just here in this room. I mean, I know the listeners can't see it, Uh but literally it's just – a closet computer and that in one microphone. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to um, you know mic up, you know the, the drums yeah. with oh. just one compressor mic and you know <laughs> record the maracas and, uh-huh. and his accordion and the guitar and all this other stuff. And mind you, it's probably just me, him and another trumpet uh, a trumpet uh-huh. player named Sergio uh-huh. that was there, but we got all these instruments, right? So we're trying to figure out figure it out and at first it just before I didn't add anything to it at, at all and we just literally it just literally sounded like a luna track like yeah. it was just straight <laughs> like Tejano fused uh, with cumbia mm-hmm. right and i was like well we got to figure out a way to put some hip hop on being yeah. in this thing right so i took some time when he left and i just messed around with it man and that's probably one of the most complex music pieces that I've ever had to produce and put together but without Jaime I couldn't have done it then I told him I wanted to make a song about San Antonio and I wanted him to sing on it as well Mm him and and Sergio sang on it and um, you know I wanted him to speak Spanish Mm -hmm. you know because that's a part of our culture and I just kind of gave him a topic and said yo go on this and he came up with the lyrics. And I came with my lyrics, Uh and it was just like a perfect marriage of a song. It was great. To this day, it's one of my favorite songs to perform. I didn't perform it the other day. It's a song that I only can perform in San Antonio. So Mm -hmm. one day I look forward to... hopefully getting together with now his band now Volcon Volcon. and uh, you know maybe like doing it at AT AT&T Center one day like when everything just blows up you know what I mean so hopefully (laughs) that happens hopefully we come back to this and I'll be like yes we did it you know what I
1: mean call back to it Um, sure. yeah that's awesome I didn't know uh he was just like so excited yesterday when he's like yeah whatever i surprised yeah. him whatever i was like oh shit yeah. i was like cool i didn't know y'all had uh, a thing back yeah, in the day. yeah yeah
0: man that's my boy man forever that's forever. awesome
1: that's awesome so how yeah. did how did the the whole uh mission pachanga go down i know you were uh you're in new york yeah uh, correct mm-hmm. uh you know, who who gave you the call or, or what how that get situated and, and why'd you decide to come do it?
0: It was cool, man, because Adam Tudor actually yeah. hit me up from uh the Rivar report mm-hmm. and he asked me, would I be willing to come down? Mm-hmm. and I was like, sure. Mm-hmm. You know, like under the right circumstances, let's get it let's get it yeah, going. Definitely. And I'm always interested because I know that uh it's weird here in San Antonio, uh, we have different music scenes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We have like you know, the indie rock, we got the, you know, the Latin flavor, Cumbia, the Tano, we got the hip hop, and mm-hmm. b we got all these different things that's going on and within those communities, there's different crowds as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So me, for the hip hop community, I'm kind of like the representation, like I'm, I'm on the east side and the west side and the mm-hmm. south side so I got the gangster rap side yeah. right and then I got the more like you know when 98.5 was really showing a lot of love yeah, to local definitely. artists definitely on that more commercialized mm-hmm. and then you have like the people that tour- that uh, kind of like cater towards the art so you got like the the SA Current Revar mm-hmm. Report uh, you know MySA.com yeah. type crowd that gets that love mm-hmm. for some reason I've kind of like gotten on every <laughs> single one of those yeah. circles And then branched out, like, you know, uh, being with Luna or, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. I got an opportunity uh, with uh, um, Pop Pistol and, you know what I'm saying, like Mm -hmm. doing different things like that with different different scenes. And, you know, uh, so when he called me and I was just I'm always like happy to bridge that gap. Yeah. I love bridging that gap Mm -hmm. and making, you know, people understand that here in San Antonio and in the world, hip hop is you know more than just a rapper on stage just mm-hmm. you know yelling a whole bunch of words man it's yeah. music it's a message it's everything that's going on mm-hmm. so i like to shatter those uh stereotypes to people that may not listen to it as often mm-hmm. that's it's, it's like a pleasure to me
1: yeah you know? yeah and and uh if i can mention what you sent sent me a little earlier yeah you sent me the the i guess your new album coming yeah, out the... yeah it's
0: called uh, uh when all else fails i didn't yeah. even give you the, yeah. give, give you the title <laughs> for
1: it um I can uh, on the along the same vein of what you're you're talking about I was listening to it I don't know how much you want me to I'm nah, not going to give away too much whatever You could you could, you could talk about whatever you want <laughs> to man No you? um I can tell th- that's that's like totally you because I was listening to it I was going track by track and it was just like Okay, that's something different. That's yeah. that's a that's a different part of the hip hop. Yeah. That's that's. Uh, I was trying to pin you down uh, on this album, like what what is this trying to be? Because there was some like R and B vocals. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff like that. There was a uh, a lot of sax yeah. saxophone, yeah. which I really yeah. enjoyed. Um, and there was just uh, you know s- uh, some rap uh, verses as well. That was really awesome. And I was like, I can't really pin this guy down. And I was like, this yeah. is this is really cool. That each song is totally different. And they have the skits too, which yeah, I which yeah, I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and and just like i was just like wow yeah uh that totally fits in with what you're uh what you said with you know you you mold into yeah. like everything yeah. whatever and that's yeah. totally awesome that, yeah. that you're able to do that with your music i um, appreciate that yeah yeah it, it's really good and uh <laughs> i had a question what well, uh what is the what are the skits uh Based off of with are they based off of like a a, a real life experience? Oh, man, like, most mo, most yeah. definitely,
0: most it's <laughs>
1: whenever she walks in, uh, she's like, "What? What's all this? Your room, whatever." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Most definitely, man. It's uh, most definitely based off of actual. Uh, real thing that's going on Mm -hmm. um, between me and a woman that I love dearly Mm -hmm. you know uh, the ending hasn't happened yet but you see how I'm trying to Uh hopefully it happens like that you feel me Uh um She's actually off right now, uh, you know, achieving her dream. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm uh, 100% behind. Mm-hmm. Um, she's out in Liberia, Africa oh, right wow. now, um, you know, changing the education system. She got a really cool opportunity to go out there, and I support her with everything, you mm-hmm. know, that she wants to do. She wants to venture out and discover new things. And sometimes with people, just like in the story, you got to let them go, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but if she does find a way home, yeah, you know, she knows where <laughs> she will be there, signed. He, exactly. <laughs> She, always, she 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 always got got somewhere to, mm-hmm. to come and, and hopefully it does pan out like that. But the thing that I really want the most is uh, for her wildest dreams to come true and my wildest dreams to come true and mm-hmm. we both be happy. And I know because you know uh, because God, you know, what I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately is surrounding us all. I know for a fact that uh, she's going to be happy whatever she's doing and I will too. No mm-hmm. matter if it doesn't come back like that, I just want us to be at peace. Yeah, yeah. So, that,
1: that's I think that's like the truest of love when, you, when you're when you saying like it, as long as you're happy you don't even
0: have to be with me I don't even have to see you yeah. as long as you're happy that's and totally awesome that's literally what it's about and I genuinely know mm-hmm. from the bottom of her heart she wants the best that that you know uh, that happens to me mm-hmm. and you know we got the opportunity to live and to experience each other in New York City as mm-hmm. the backdrop uh, and fall in love and do yeah. a whole bunch of cool things within the span of about two years uh mm-hmm. I created some really cool music because I always felt like, man, if I made the the best song ever, Uh it would keep her with me. You know what I mean? Like, I literally Uh used to feel like that. Like, Uh man, I'm about to sit here and I'm about to make the best song she ever heard in her life. Uh And then she'll be like, I love Greg, I'm not doing anything else. But it's really not about that. She really supports and loves all my music. Mm -hmm. And what I realized through the whole thing For anyone, for anyone that's following their dreams, you have to take that step. And it's not about convincing somebody with love. It's about them coming to an understanding and Mm -hmm. both people meeting halfway and deciding together on how uh, how they're going to continue that's the only way that love works It's I can't be one sided it has to be two people making that decision mm-hmm. and because I know that she loves me so much that she wants to get there if she's ever going to get there not for anybody you know if she's going to get there or if I'm going to get there yeah. you know what I mean it has to be both but I know that she wants me to be happy and I want her to be happy and there's only love involved in mm-hmm. it you know yeah so,
1: yeah, that's awesome, and yeah. and uh, that that's definitely a part of your album. Um, I know there was like a, a some heavier tracks, um, Born Black. That yeah, was, that yeah. was, you know, that was a little bit more yeah. heavier. Yeah. Um, so that did kind of cover a lot of things. You know, Most uh, uh, about you know what's going on in the media with yeah. uh, African Americans and, and things like that. And then yeah. uh, so so I definitely love the the diversity in in this one uh, sort of album. When when is this gonna come out, or um, are you still working on? It? I know. What's so. interesting? Okay. What's
0: interesting is now that it's created and it has all of these storylines. I got a friend of mine mm-hmm. that just hit me up randomly and was like, "Yo, I want you to make a Broadway musical about your life." Yeah. And what's wild is that I'm like, man, I just made all of these songs. Uh-huh. We can kind of use this as a basis. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to hold on to it and kind of use that for it. I've already released two songs from the project, mm-hmm. "Born Black," being one of mm-hmm. them. Uh, I want to get it out sooner than later. I have two more videos to shoot mm-hmm. um, because I did shoot uh, Slow Down which was released congruently with the Rivar Report that mm-hmm. helped me out yesterday. Um, and I want to make two more videos to kind of make that video make sense so it all kind of comes together mm-hmm. in, the, in the story and grand scheme of things. Uh, so we'll see how that goes yep. but man, you know, Uh, Sooner than later, man, because I'm already performing songs off of it, so Uh I know people are going to want to hear these things and stuff like that, so most definitely sooner than
1: later. How does someone come out and just tell you, make a musical of of your
0: life? That's crazy. Man, the most... Look, (laughs) I'm telling you, the most crazy random things happen to me, and... You know, even uh, there's a really hot Broadway show that's out right now called mm-hmm. Hamilton. Okay. And it's, you know, based off, you know, hip hop. And I wanted to go see it. And he took me to to go see uh-huh. it. He wanted me to do research and stuff. And I was like, you know, what's wild is that I'm the perfect person to create these sort of type of things. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that because I produce all my own stuff. Okay. I play a lot of instruments as mm-hmm. well. Um, I'm singing and I'm rapping. I'm recording yeah. all of it. I'm writing it. So it's like, man. I know this is something that I could do. Yeah. so uh, It's just like one more step. Exactly. And it's something I never would have thought of if mm -hmm. I wasn't outside of San Antonio, if I wasn't thinking outside of San Antonio. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad for that. It's really difficult, you know, being in New York sometimes. But Mm -hmm. these are some of the perks that happen to where it's like your mind gets open to brand Mm -hmm. new experiences that you never would have intended in your whole life. So -hmm. So why don't you talk about...
1: um, the decision to, to get out of San Antonio, even uh, still going back to the album, you have a ton of references still to San Antonio yeah. like in, in the lyrics and, yeah. and uh, referencing places and yeah. size and stuff like that. So it's still in you. Yeah. Well, uh, when did you decide that you didn't, uh, that you wanted to, you know, experience New York um for longer than You know uh, Like a, a weekend Or something like that When did you decide that And why
0: It wasn't uh You know The quick synopsis of it It wasn't like a decision Like I just mm-hmm. sat up here You know Cause right now You know For the listeners We're sitting in my studio Like this is where it, it, A lot of people In the hip hop And R&B community Have been through here You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying And not even that Like even more Some genres Like yeah. they've been through it You see the treadmarks Of people walking in and out mm-hmm. That really doesn't You know Happen a lot And um I, got, I had getting, gotten to the point to where people had started asking me, yo, Greg, what's next? Because mm-hmm. I had achieved so many things here yeah. in San Antonio over the the, the the span of my career. Yeah, definitely. So I said, I, well, I either need a bunch of money, like maybe like fifteen dollars to $20,000 mm-hmm. uh, to promote my project at the time, which was called The Feeling, because I had made another mixtape that was really good, mm-hmm. or I need to move to LA or New York. Now, what's interesting is that I originally wanted to move to L.A. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's always kind of been the mood. I kind of had like a, like a feeling or a vision earlier in my career, like around like 2009 to mm-hmm. it was like, yo, you know, prepare yourself to go to L.A. And I've always been like, what does that mean? Like, what did that happen? But it wasn't that time. I had gotten fired from my job mm-hmm. and I wasn't producing as much. For, you know, like, radio commercials, doing voiceovers, or just music production as well. Like, mm-hmm. it just slowed up. So money wasn't coming in. I got to And I was like, well, I'm going to apply for this job out in Harlem. Harlem Children's Zone. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens. I applied for a student advocate position, which has nothing to do with music at all. Yeah. It's kind of like a caseworker. It's what I was doing in San Antonio mm-hmm. here as well when I graduated from college. But um I was like, you know, I, I wonder what's going to happen. So... I actively sought out the job. It wasn't like I just put the application in yeah, yeah. And boom they but when they did call me back, they called me back for a position called the music composition specialist. Oh wow. And I was like, I didn't apply for this at yeah. all. Make a long story short, it was a summer long um, you know, a summer long interview process. I had to go up to New York, do a teach back you no, Know man. to where I did like teach kids some music stuff, put some things together. Yeah, then the the main director wasn't there when I was there, and she was like, Well, nothing on your resume says anything about music because I didn't apply for a music yeah, job, yeah. so that's why I didn't do that. Uh-huh. But you know, they wanted me, and I had to go back again, it was back and forth. But they ultimately decided that they were going to go with me. So, mm-hmm. September 13th, that summer was really hard. Summer mm-hmm. 2013 was a very difficult summer. I ended up getting in a car wreck, totally oh, my wow. truck. Um, I didn't get hurt or anything like Mm -hmm. that but I was just in the midst of like do I take my savings and buy a new car because in San Antonio you can't survive without a car and then New York you don't I don't need a car so the day I turned in my rental car Uh I got a call from Harlem Children's Zone saying hey man we want you up here and I was like wow that was a sign Uh and ever since then that's what got me to New York and it's been you know the album that you just listened to Mm -hmm. when all else fails that's the story after like, that's what happened when I first got there, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Got in this job, met a woman, yeah. uh, you know, was grinding hard, getting rejected from a whole bunch of things and, you know, but ultimately still finding my way of like, you know what? you Got to keep going when all else fails. That's why yeah. the, the, it's short for when all else fails, mm-hmm. love. And when that fails, love more. I just couldn't put that on the album. Yeah, yeah. But that's what I've learned the most uh-huh. in New York. Love never fails. It all It's always a great answer to any question, to any feeling, to any uh, reaction that you want to give. If you reply in love, if you give love, you always receive something positive or great in return, mm-hmm. whether it shows up immediately or in the future. So um, and I learned that from so many people in New York. So uh, to me, that's just like. And people here in San Antonio, nothing's going to take the San Antonio army yeah, at all. Like, that's, yeah. you know, I'm here. I'm back home because my son is here uh-huh. and my family's here. I'm back home pretty much every month to every other month. That's, that's just point blank, period. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my accent is probably always going to be the same. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> You're still going to have your Spurs stuff I'm always all that. oh, that's all, yeah. It's always going to go down, point yeah. blank, period. But uh, I want my, my frame of mind is different. Mm-hmm. And being outside of San Antonio and you see like the world, mm-hmm. you don't just, you know, like here in San Antonio, we'll focus. Like, we got this thing called the Malaluna Fest is coming up, definitely. Yeah. And, um, they, they put me on the bill, mm-hmm. which I was very happy for. Yeah. Um, for me, it's another performance mm-hmm. for artists here in San Antonio that we mm-hmm. don't get stuff like that yeah. at all ever. Yeah. That's like the it's, hugest thing yeah. that, that can go down mm-hmm. and I'm happy that they called me I didn't it wasn't something I petitioned for okay. they called me to be a part of and I'm uh-huh. so happy they was just like yo you grinded so hard we yeah. know you're doing this you deserve this and were you it, in New York when they called I was yeah. I was and for, for it to be the first festival to ever really come to San Antonio mm-hmm. me be a part of I'm truly thankful and grateful mm-hmm. but my mind is set on like BET Music Matter Showcase Yeah, yeah. you know Definitely. what I'm saying like that uh-huh. and that's it's, like, it's like, another... like these are things that are you know what I'm saying so um you know, those are the type of things for me that live big, but I'm a I'm I'm so in in hip hop more so than any other genre, to be tied to your hometown, it is a must. Mm-hmm. Like people have like if I, if I'm up in in New York and I'm saying, Yo man, down in San Antonio, everybody know me, trust me. Mm-hmm. They have to be able to come back and say, "Yo, does everybody know Greg G?" and and here in the music scene, uh, you know, what I'm saying like I would have to say that I've done enough work for people to be familiar with the things mm-hmm. that I do, and, I, and I'm and I'm privileged and humble, humble mm-hmm. to have that, you know, I'm thankful for that, you know, because it didn't come easy or overnight, yeah. um, but that's very important for me to be tied down to my hometown mm-hmm. for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, like you said, uh, mala Luna for for San Antonio people it, it is. Uh, pretty, you know, substantial. Being, you know, overshadowed with Austin a lot of the times yeah. with their with their big festivals exactly. and things like that. And and uh, out of nowhere, Malaluna came out of nowhere. And then, yeah. Uh, they announced all these people and yeah. the Greg you know, pretty awesome, man. It but, was awesome, so man. Great. I yeah. was
0: so happy to be. When I first seen the fly, I was like, I feel like I'm gonna be a part of this someday, yeah. somehow. <laughs> I seen it on Facebook, uh-huh. and then two weeks later, they gave me a call. Mm-hmm. No, I was like, man, I'm so thankful and grateful for this. Yeah, forever. that's
1: awesome. So, so you already kind of talked a little, uh, a lot about it, but the differences between New York and San Antonio. I know you're in New York. It's just like a big, a broader sense of yeah. of of the world and trying to achieve something uh, uh, greater. And and is it, you know, there, there's all this opportunity. Is there a lot of opportunity to fail as well? I mean, it, was there a lot of? I, I know you work. Very hard for for all yeah. the accomplishments and, and the music that you put out and stuff like that. Well, it's got to be hard, you know. Is it, it it how is it? You know, being in New York like that's that's a thing. You know, I mean um, one of
0: the, one of the toughest things for me to deal with uh-huh. is that I've been doing this for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that I look a lot younger than I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, people mistake my and then you know for. The social media aspect as well. In San Antonio, you can have 2,000 likes on Facebook. That's like having 25,000 likes Mm -hmm. anywhere else. But when you go up there, they're like, oh, well, he only got 2,000. So Uh they start treating you as if you somebody had just started doing it. Uh That's probably the most thing that I've had to humble myself. Because you know what? It doesn't matter. Like Those type of things, they shouldn't matter to an artist. And I've become humble for that. I've learned how to fail in New York. And I've learned that, you know what, even if you fail, it's all good, man. Mm -hmm. You're still alive. You're still going through it. I've achieved some really cool things. Yeah. Like, a lot of cool things, to be honest (laughs) with you. Uh Um, To where some could say, yo, man, you already made it. But um, um, for me, it's it's about bringing it home, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's about bringing it back here. You know, just speaking on—is it more difficult to fail? It's difficult to fail anywhere, but mm-hmm. it's your mind, it's your frame mind. The the good thing is, is that we always know you're gonna fail, mm-hmm. and whatever you do, wherever you're at, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna hit some roadblock somewhere. But it, isn't it cool, like with humanity and the way that we're creative, we figure out a way to get past these barriers? Yeah, that's what life is about. Mm-hmm. You know, life is about you know putting these things together and you know saying, you know what. I think I think I can figure out a way to get past this. They keep saying no to me. Well, someone saying no to you is another opportunity for someone else to say yes to mm-hmm. you, or they might say yes to you in another time. It might be timing. These are things that I've all that I've figured out throughout my career, whether it be in San Antonio or in New York, because I received some nos here too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so that's been you know probably the most difficult thing to get over, but because you know cool things happen to me out of nowhere like the play or people call me for mission pachanga or mm-hmm. Luna Fest, or you know i'm going back i'm gonna be performing at the best buy theater at a conference called she is free doing one of my you know doing one of my songs live it up that was yeah. one of the songs that you heard so like those type of things that's happening in these seasons are really cool mm-hmm. so you get a whole bunch of no's and disappointments and this and that but you also get you know some really cool like yo It's your time to Mm -hmm. take advantage. So um, you take the good with the bad, man. Mm -hmm. You just keep on going. But yeah, failures definitely happen in New Mm -hmm. York. Because everybody's trying, everybody's everybody, trying. To do, yeah, that's what
1: I'm saying. Like you know? it's it's so difficult because like everybody around you is probably trying to do the same thing yeah. as you. You know, they're your competition, but yeah. they're also just like everybody on the street. And but
0: is there really competition in art? I don't know. Like, like, let's like, like, talk about it. Like, I mean, you know, to me, when it comes to art, it's everything's subject to opinion, mm-hmm. and I think that when we put our mindset in, when we put our mindset on competition you start looking at your other people that you probably could be collaborating with mm-hmm. as competition. Yeah. I and mean, there's no clear finish line. There's no thing that's gonna make us all feel like, yay, success. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, for and some for some people here, there there might be something that I already did that mm-hmm. made them feel like success, but I ain't never do it before. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
1: So and yeah, it's definitely like uh, everybody's, you know, uh, finish line is at different places. Like somebody can be like, I just wanna play I saw Greg G play at Mission Machanga. That's that's my goal. Exactly. And whenever I get there, I know that's when I make Yeah. You know, so, so like, uh, yeah, that's definitely, um, whenever you start thinking of it as a competition, it kind of uh, changes, you know, it, it kind of brings up, like, well, why am I doing this in the first place? It could know? dilute. You know, yeah. right now,
0: uh-huh. I'm supporting and helping another artist who's doing the exact same thing as me, trying to do the same thing as me, and he wanted to move to New York. And I said, yo, come stay with me until you get on your feet. Mm-hmm. If I was looking at, a, at competition, I would have been missing an opportunity to bless another young black man yeah. trying to do something better for his life. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, I think especially the most in art, no matter what race, no matter what religious background you come from, if we continue to look at this thing as competition, Then we're cutting ourselves off from opportunities Mm -hmm. because no one's really your competition. Really, the thing is, is that how many, you like a whole bunch of artists, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone has a lot of artists in their iPod or in their phone or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone has, it's not. (laughs) <laughs> One person is going to get everyone's listens. Like uh-huh. we can all have everyone's ear, man. There's mm-hmm. room enough for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, if we just go ahead and just say, you know what, hey, I'm going to help you out with what you got going on and support you with what you got going mm-hmm. on and try to get you some more people on your side and we just continue to do this all over and over and over mm-hmm. again, we all win. Yeah. And that's that's ultimately the way that we walk away in life uh feeling successful mm-hmm. we we all create win-win situations for everybody mm-hmm. and that's what we have to start doing more yeah you know which
1: is which is sort of what uh the sound garden is doing with yeah. uh you know all this stuff uh bringing you know everybody a bunch of different you know genres together yeah. uh, to do mission Machanga. they had an, they had another event before that i talked to adam about like they had a uh, the mixer, the very first yeah. uh, San Antonio Soundgarden mixer, and, and they had a, a few different bands, um, more more so indie, like sort of jazz, whatever. But yeah. it still br- brought them all together, yeah. and, and, and it was uh, promoting this, you know, collective sort of idea yeah. that we San Antonio collectively musicians want to be better, and let's you know get out of our own heads. And, yeah, and that's that's pretty awesome that uh, yep. what they're doing, and and uh, I can definitely see it. Uh, happening here in san antonio um so what is something that you miss uh from either side whenever you're here you miss uh, what do you miss from from new york if you do or whenever you're in new york for a long time what do you miss from san antonio oh
0: my goodness <laughs> the first and foremost thing that i miss when i'm in new york mm-hmm. is my son mm-hmm. you know uh although technology has created some you know pretty cool things with- yeah Skype and, you know, phone and everything mm-hmm. like that. We get to talk every day. Just, man, whenever I have a down time in mm-hmm. life, my son has a way to brighten my day. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of down days in New York, mm-hmm. and not having him around to physically be around him and pick him up and stuff is tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I always miss my family. There are certain things like the Taco Cabana or, yeah. you know, burger or Breakfast uh-huh. Tacos. You know these certain things that I put in my music, just to, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, like I'm thinking about them all uh-huh. the time. Uh, yeah, you, think, you, you know, did a shout out to Waterburger, and I was like, "Hey, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah!" Straight uh-huh. up, man. You know what I mean? Um, these are things that I miss. I miss driving. Yeah, you know, really? like just getting in the car and just driving mm-hmm. and listening to music in the car. These are the most simplest things that I miss mm-hmm. when I'm in when I'm in San Antonio. What I miss about New York. Jeez, man, I don't know. I mean, my girl done already dipped off the Liberia, yeah. so it ain't. It ain't. It's <laughs> not. It's not like I can be like, well, I miss her. Yeah. It's definitely not that. I miss my kids, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, I miss. I miss my kids uh, that I work with because I also I teach. Them, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, I miss them the most. They always call me and they're like, "Yo, gee, want to get in the studio? This and that, and uh, you know." They are everything to me in New mm-hmm. York. Everything in San Antonio trumps everything in New York to me. Yeah. Besides those kids, man. man, they make my life. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I'll do anything for them. You know, even right now, like just thinking about some of my students in my my unit is called the Surround Sound Unit. I love them all. You know, and just being here, and I would love for them to experience life outside of New York because a lot of them don't get the opportunity to see. San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. And for, you know, for, for us to or have that different lifestyle than Yeah, the New York yeah, lifestyle. yeah, different lifestyle even though to be honest with you they may hate it, you know. Yeah. You know, but just for them to be able to see it. I would love that to happen um because I love them so much, man. So much this it's creating emotion in me right now. I feel like, you know, almost tearing up thinking about some of them because man they live they live in some tough conditions, man, mm-hmm. and these kids make it through mm-hmm. and they fight. You know, and not only the music that they make, which is cool too, man, mm-hmm. but the schools that they're in. I just uh, visited my brother. He teaches in Austin. Mm-hmm. And I seen some of the perks that they have in the weight room and all the stuff that they have, you know, because he uh-huh. coaches football. Uh-huh. And I'm, man, my kids in New York don't have that mm-hmm. at all. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's like, man, if they had some of that opportunity, even though they're in the opportunity hub of the world. Yeah, it's you not. Know, yeah, it's uh, not- but man, some of them don't even see outside of Harlem. They don't see past that because mm-hmm. they're there. They don't see it, you know. So it's difficult. But I definitely miss my students, and I miss mm-hmm. the staff that I work with. they they become my family. Yeah, you know, uh, when I'm up there, they mm-hmm. they support me and they 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 keep me on my feet when I when I'm in those down tough times. Trust yeah. me, because I get a lot of them. You mm-hmm. know, uh,
1: yeah, that's that's awesome that you have a, a supportive group. And and how was that? Um, you know. You have a. If that was your son, he's younger. Yeah, he's uh, four. You know, he's yeah, cousin. he's four. How how is that going? Going through trying to live out your dream. Yeah. and and also having him, um, you know, next to you on, on this journey. Yeah, uh, of your life. I mean, I'm sure that's that's pretty difficult. But it, I mean, uh, I see a lot of pictures of. of uh, you bring him up on stage yeah, and things like yeah, that, trying yeah. to get him into it. So it's it's, my that's marriage, awesome, man. yeah.
0: Well, I um, mean, he kind of just follows me. I'm not like pushing. I'm <laughs> not one of them parents that's like, "Yo, I'm not going to push him towards anything." Mm-hmm. Malik is Malik around, and the rest of my kids. When I, you know, eventually settle down and have a family. Mm-hmm. They're going to figure out what they want to do, and I'm going to support them in whatever they want to do, whether Mm -hmm. it be sports, whether it be music. Whatever it is that they want to do and they see interest in, Mm -hmm. they're going to have my 100% full effort, and I know they're going to be great at it. I don't push anything, but it's my son. He sees me doing it. Of course, he probably wants to do the same thing. So it's natural. It's understandable. yeah, man. So uh, it's been the most difficult thing for me. I say it in my music. You know, it's yeah. the toughest choice I ever made. Lead say, that's the tone. Biggest stage, far from home. Trust it, I'm going to be I adaptive knowing that. Like, I had to do this to show my son, like, how am I going to look when I allow my kids to figure out what they want to do? And I say, chase it with all your might. And they don't see their dad yeah, doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't look at my son and say, hey, you could do... You could do this, without. Like I bought my son when I had to buy his crib, I sold a beat and bought his crib. That means a lot to me mm-hmm. because that means I could tell my son, listen, Malik, or the rest of my kids when I have them, listen, guys, you can do whatever you want to him. If you want to do it and you work hard enough at it, no matter what it is, there's somebody getting paid to do it. So go out and make it happen. You just mm-hmm. got to put the work in, mm-hmm. here's proof. I want to be able to say that to my kids not only my kids to also my students as well yeah. and just people in general mm-hmm. like you can go out and you can get what you got to get it may take a little bit longer i've let go a lot of luxuries you know what i'm saying like i see all my friends here in san antonio they got nice houses they got cars they got their families already mm-hmm. they got all of these things while i'm still chasing my dream and hopefully getting to that day one day where I find a woman uh, who wants to be with me and support me and what I'm doing, mm-hmm. wants to build a family wherever I'm at or wherever she wants to be and me ultimately be making money and making, you know, the mo- I make all my money for music, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like be Greg G. The Golden uh, Child, yeah. not Mr. G combined in Uh it you know what I'm saying like I don't mind that but I'm ready to really like get this thing started so that's kind of like what success looks like for me Mm -hmm. a family and doing music full time um, that's really what I want to do you know
1: what I mean awesome and and, uh, I don't want to take too much more of your time Mm -hmm. I think like last question uh, maybe um, what kind of advice would you say um, to somebody, let's say in San Antonio or Texas, whatever, um, in a musician, uh, doesn't have to be like uh, hip-hop or anything, uh, mm-hmm. what, would you, what kind of advice would you give them that you wish you had um, I guess when you were first starting off?
0: Um, Man, what I would say first and foremost is love the people that are around you, appreciate the small things that are going on. I know it sucks having to perform in front of six people, 15 people, whatever it is. But guess what? This is the this is the most fun time because it gets more political and these things going up the more, you know, please just stay patient. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, value your relationships. They mean more. That's really where success is. Success is in love. It's what you see in the pictures or what you go on your parents' house and the family and stuff. Value relationships. Be faithful to the woman that you're with or to the man that you're with. Mm-hmm. Be faithful to them. Be faithful to your friends. Honor your word. Make sure that that's prime in your life over anything else. And work hard. Do what you have to do, man. That's where success is. Uh, have fun. Have fun and don't let this small stuff get to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I would tell anybody who's doing any anything in their dreams. Value your relationships. Have fun doing what you're doing. And love. Love as much as you can. And forgive is forgive yourself for the failures you're gonna have. Mm-hmm. And forgive others for dis they're gonna disappoint you. People are gonna disappoint you. We're human. Yeah. And you're gonna disappoint others. Forgive. Love and forgive, man. That's it
1: awesome for okay. sure. thanks man thanks thank sir. you
0: thanks
1: man for thank me. you for having me for yeah, sure what a fantastic talk i had a good time talking to greg g again you can follow him on all social media go ahead greg go h-e-a-d greg on all the social media stuff find him like him look at his music look at his music videos check out his music he has a new album that's going to drop soon so be on the lookout for that i had i had an exclusive listen as i said in the podcast he sent it to me and it was great awesome he has a single born black that's out already from the album and it, it's it's fantastic you just got to go check that out go ahead greg.com. so this is part of the podcast where i tell you what you are going to do this weekend the top my top three picks Jules Local Picks, or whatever, for the weekend here in San Antonio, Texas. Saturday, September 17th and 18th, at Travis Park, Jazz Alive 2016. Free of charge, Saturday and Sunday, September 17th and 18th, celebrate 33 years of jazz in the historic and newly renovated Travis Park. This has been going on for a long time, and jazz is an awesome genre of music to get into, and it's very free, it's very flowing, it's really awesome. It's a great way to express Your musicality, yourself, express emotions, you know, get other people's emotions. There's going to be a ton of festival food by more than 20 food vendors and wares from local craft vendors. There's going to be music on two stages as well. It's going to be great regional and local talent. That's my number three pick for the weekend here in San Antonio. My number two pick for this weekend is on Friday, September 16th at the Corova, 107 East Martin Street, doors at eight. $12 $12 pre-sale, $15 day of show. It's going to be great. Televangelist, The Lost Project, and The Ataris. If you don't know The Ataris, go check them out. It's a great band, and we have some great local support backing them up. Televangelist is a really awesome band, The Lost Project. I talked to them in a past podcast, uh, a past Imagine Sessions podcast, so you can go check that out in the archive. But that's definitely going to be a great show at the Corova on Friday, September 16th. That's my number two pick for the weekend. It's going to be fantastic. Go check out these bands and go see them live. My number one pick for this weekend is also on Friday, September 16th, 7.30 p.m., Lonely Horse's tour, kickoff, and EP release. Lonely Horse, if you don't know them, they are a local San Antonio band that's done amazing things, That's that's been around for a little while, and go check out their Facebook and all that stuff. But they're releasing an EP, first one in a while, they're going to be joined by Harvey McLaughlin and the Bottom Feeders and Sarah E. Hermanos this Friday, September 16th at 7.30 p.m., 18 and up. Music starts at 8 at Sam's Burger Joint. It's going to be pretty awesome. Those are some really good bands. And go support them on their tour. Kickoff. They're leaving. They're going to come back soon. EP releasing that day. It's going to be great. The Death to Our Death EP and they kick off their national tour, Friday, September 16th at 7.30 p.m., Sam's Burger Joint. So, yeah, I use Do210 to get all of those events. Do Stuff app, Do210, is always good to me. Is always good for planning a night out, seeing what's going on in San Antonio. I think Austin has one as well. Uh, but Do210 is what I use for all of that. So, thank you for another episode it was awesome. I hope you enjoy. I hope you subscribe. Go check out some past podcasts and definitely check out Greg G. So I've been Jules the Human. Thanks and have a good night.
0: Thank you for listening to the Texas Music
1: Spotlight Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and visit our website texasmusicspotlight.com to find out how you can be a part of the live recordings. Until next time, Please continue to support local artists and music in your hometown.